Welcome back. We're going to reaction on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The Keg. Nebraska falls to 3-8 and eight on the year. 1-7 and seven in Big Ten play with a 35-28 to 28 loss to Wisconsin. It was tied at uh, 14 at the half. And then Wisconsin, they put 14 on the board while Nebraska only put seven on the board in the third quarter. They traded touchdowns in the fourth. And Wisconsin was able to get the victory. Let's take one more look at the keys to the game brought to you by Rotel's Italian Bakery. The key to any tailgate is brought dog and burger buns from Rotel's Italian Bakery. So the other one, Damon, that I wrote down, and I want to look at this from a positive perspective, was pretend you're down two scores. Because John put together some stats recently where when Nebraska was trailing by two scores, their offense was awesome. Great yards per, per play average. They were able to put up points, but it was in the one-score games that they struggled when they had the ball down by one score. That wasn't the case today. They never trailed by two scores, and the offense, once again, I had some numbers earlier, best offensive performance in the regular season versus Wisconsin since Nebraska in 2019, the best game that anybody has had in Madison since 2016 with an Ohio State team that ended up going to the college football playoff. So that side of the ball, you know, I I, I said pound for pound earlier. I, I'll say pound for pound, this is the best performance that Nebraska's offense has had this season. Yeah, I mean, there, there were a lot of aspects in which you felt like they could get it done. But here's the thing, right? The whole two-score thing is weird because – it's too hard to factor in. T- people's intensity changes. You have mm-hmm. to see when it's two mm-hmm. minutes. When it's two scores in the game, is it a, is it the end of a drive? Is it or is it at the end of a half? Is it at the end of a quarter? Uh, is it at the end of the game? Uh, you know, like when does it happen? So yeah. I don't. I mean, those stats are kind of weird because I don't ever ever recommend spotting anybody fourteen points. Sure, just to play the game. Sure, you know what I mean. So yeah. I. Yeah, I wouldn't probably. So Michigan State did versus Ohio State today. Those are the uh, Wait, keys. They, they spotted them forty nine. Yeah, and then they ended up spotting them forty nine. By the way, there was a tweet from one of the casinos in Vegas. It was like, "Hey, uh, quote this with what you think the final score will be by you know one thirty Eastern time, and if you win, you'll get twenty five bucks." In my head, I thought, "Ah, you know what? I bet this game ends fifty six to seven. Of course it does." Uh, keys brought to you by Rotel's Italian Bakery. <laughs> the key to any tailgate is brought dog At and burger buns. At one point, the live total for that game was eighty three. Yeah, and that under hit easily. Yeah. Dog and burger buns from Rotella's well, Italian What they in the bakery. second half? Seven points? Uh, 14 maybe? They scored seven points because it was 49 nothing. 49 nothing at the break. Crazy. Yeah, that game was... Stroud probably had a towel. And, well, John, what Bish should have done is done a stat and seen what Michigan State's offense was down 49. Well, hey, they put up a touchdown late. <laughs> they put up a touchdown. Man, that performance. You know what that hey, reminded I, me of? That reminded I, me of your team. I have team. a sneaky suspicion their yards per play were better in the second half than in the first half. Slightly. I slightly. Bet. I mean, I'm just going to go out hey, on Hey, when you're down by 49, man, you're able to, to hey, move the ball but, a little but bit I'm, better. But I'm intense. All right. we uh, No disrespect, JB, even though you're in the Virgin Islands, probably getting red bite now. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care. He's not listening to us. I said that dude is rocking like SPF 2000. <laughs> and that might not be enough. All right. We <laughs> promised this caller before we went to break. It is Mountain Man in Colorado. Hello, Mountain Man. Hey, how's it going? Just calling you from the high hills out here in Colorado. I've been a lifelong Husker fan, and you know, I, I mean, I'm I got a lot of takes, but the one that I really want to get out here is, um, you know, I think a lot of people are going to excuse this game by saying that, hey, we fired four offensive coaches, this, that, and the other, and how can you really recover from that? And the fact of the matter is, once again, we've taken another top 25 team down to the wire. And, uh, you know, at what point are we confident this is actually going to turn around we're going to get wins? And people want to talk about the progress, and that's fine, and I agree with them. It is clear, and you'd have to be stupid to not 
see that we are playing better than we have in years prior. But at a certain point, that has to become wins, right? That has to turn into wins. And I don't care who you fired or who's been let go or what change you've made offensively. It doesn't really matter when, once again, you're losing by one score. And a lot of people are going to point to the defensive pass interference that wasn't called at the end of the game. And, hey, I agree with you that it should have been a penalty. Everybody in the bar saw it. I was at a Husker bar here in Denver. I drove all the way down for it. I'm driving back home right now. But the point the point is that this needs to translate into wins. And we got another year of Scott Frost here. And so I'm 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 frankly curious, you know, why are we continuing to save timeouts? What what there is a vault underneath Memorial Stadium where there is a pile of timeouts Scott Frost has saved over the last four years. Why are we saving these timeouts? The clock management. There are these CEO if he's gonna take the CEO role then at what point are CEO decisions going to be made? And, and I'm just, I'm not seeing them at game time. And so it scares me going into next year and hell, I'm a Husker fan until I die, but shoot, man. I, I mean, I respect the heck out of you guys and your takes. So I want to hear what you have to say about what do we view in Scott Frost that gives us confidence as a CEO style head coach moving forward. Thanks for the call mountain man in Colorado. So well, he's probably looking at, I wanted to ask him, but, I, so I would imagine he's looking at it like this, right? If you're close mm-hmm. and you get four coaches, you change out your four coaches, mm-hmm. and you're still close mm-hmm. and those four coaches aren't here, mm-hmm. the reoccurring theme are the guys that are there. So is your glass half full or half empty? Do you not understand what I'm telling you? 100%. Right? The, the exact, they make all those changes and they lose and another the, one-score game. And the exact same thing still happens. Yeah. You could have done that with those guys. Sure. Because you had done it with those guys. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's yeah. it's a Listen, that's a, le, that's a legit question. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's a legit concern. When he asks me what I think could make it work, so I think a couple things have to happen. Number one, uh, the offensive guys that you hire have to kind of – It has to be one of two things. They either have to be an extension of you Mm -hmm. and you let go, Mm -hmm. or they have to be some they have to be so good independent of you and you still let go. There can't be any you can't just hire guys and want them to do what you want them to do. Mm -hmm. You gotta bring them here and allow them to do what they want. Because this is what I would say, and it's a and I understand where he would give me pushback on this. Frost? Yeah. Because I would say, hey, listen, what you've done up to this point hasn't worked so far mm-hmm. in terms of yielding the results you want. 15 and 28 now. So why wouldn't you be open to new ideas? And he would come back and say, yeah, but we're so close. If we just get this, 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 and this. And I'd say, yeah, but if you're that close, then you can change this, this. If it's just about a kicker, change out the kicker. Yeah. If it's just about turning over the football, take better care of the football. If it's just about untimely penalties, hey, man, talk to the Big Ten officials that everybody thinks are conspiring against you. Now, they do get some crazy penalty calls. Yeah, right? sure, like, sure, sure. They, they don't get one. Including a no call, call at the end of the game. But again, or what else? Um, philosophically, you know, your special teams. Like, when I say those things are – are somewhat within your control. Mm-hmm. If you don't like how somebody's playing, you should always be able to coach yourself, especially at this level where you have enough good players. You should be able to coach yourself into having options, mm-hmm. right? Like if I don't like if I don't like the way the guy's playing, 
I, he, he can come talk to me or we can get him right. I can put somebody else's in the game in the meantime because at the end of the day, it's what I've always said. You haven't won with those guys, so you certainly can lose without them. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's how I would look at it. Yeah. Uh, now, the, the word close, I'm, just, I'm not going to use it anymore. Yeah. I remember we had one caller. It was Random Mike. He called, and, and uh, he said, you know what, DB? He said, you're too good at this job to be saying right. You, know, some, you have this habit of saying right. At the end of when you want to quantify something, like mm. I would say, "Hey, Josh, you know something, something, right?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped saying it immediately. So this is what I want him to do. I want Random Mike to call Coach Frost, and I want him to <laughs> say, "Hey, listen, you guys need to stop saying we're close." Yeah. Like no more. It's tiring. No. It, well, I'm yes, tired it, of it. Okay, so I'm not saying from that. I I'm saying you can think that, mm-hmm. but you still have to be, um like rabid about finding all the reasons that you're not getting it done as opposed to, and I hope, and I'm not saying they are, but there could be this tendency, man, you're close, you're close, you're close. And you're like, yeah, man, we're close, man. Just need a, need a different call at the end of the game. Or, hey, man, just don't hold. As opposed to saying, why are these things happening? Yeah. Even if it's officiating, I could look at myself and say, you know what, man, I ride these guys pretty hard. Mm-hmm. The officials, right? yeah, yeah, right. They even alluded it. They even alluded to some of his answers in the pregame meetings during the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dang, is, well, that how- how, is that how he answered you guys?" But I could see him maybe answering them like that because I've done a couple of broadcasts where the guys yeah. were like, "Hey, man, you know what's wrong with your boy?" Yeah, and I'm like, eh, "It's not personal." Yeah, because I don't think it is. I really don't. I think that's just how he is. Well, how about today? And when I don't they... excuse it, but I'm just saying, like, it's not he's not singling you out just because he doesn't like. It. I mean, he's just he's just like that. I mean, how about the fact that today they talk about the decision to move on for four offensive coaches, and they basically are like, yeah, he told us that it was his decision, but we don't believe him. That's essentially what the announcer said on the broadcast. Yeah, because he said it in the same vein. Yeah, you know, a couple seconds later, yeah. he was really? waxing poetic yeah, about him. Exactly. And then he goes, well, that would lead me to believe that yeah, it yeah. wasn't his choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, I get it. I've talked about it a ton on the morning show. There's just something about, and I try to cut him some slack because there's a lot of things going on in his head. But the double talk of the message real time mm-hmm. has not served him well. No. Because now people don't know what to believe. Yeah. And people get so mad at the media. Oh, you guys ask soft questions or this, that, and the other. I don't ask him anything, so I, so I, I, hope, <laughs> I at least not publicly. Don't blame me. So I'm I never at a press not, conference. I, I, so I hope they're not talking to me. But um, I think people, I think they're trying to be creative with how they ask the questions because they're pitting it against the answers that they think they're going to get. Mm. Interesting. You know, so there's the, there's the mental cat and mouse. Yeah. Right? Even BC's question about the timeouts. Did you see how he had to ask it? Hey, what were your thoughts there? Yeah. Withhold. He didn't say, "Hey, were you thinking about using your timeouts?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just because of the you just, Sam had a question today that I remember thinking, "Wow, that was a really good way to ask that question." Yeah. Too. I can't remember what it was about. To answer to answer the caller, um, for myself personally, like I don't think that they're going to get a turnaround. Yeah. And there's there's a reason that I'm not <clears throat> on the air tonight going fire and brimstone because this is what this program is. In my opinion, they're playing out the string. They're playing out the string of this year, and they're going to play out the string of next year. They're 3-8. and eight. They're on their way towards 3-9. and nine. Worst record since the 50s. 
worst winning percentage since the 50s. They're 15 and 28 as a coaching staff. I there's nothing that I can say. I feel bad because he wants me yes. or he wants us to say like, "Hey, tell me it's going to be okay." I don't think it is going to be okay. Yeah, so there so I mentioned the one of two things about the offensive staff and then the other thing is is the administrative team around him have to be allowed to do what they do independent of him coaching. Like, you just go do that. Mm-hmm. Let these people handle this. Then I think he can evolve into kind of the overseer. You want to go sit in special teams meetings? Go ahead. Hey, you want to go pop your head over and see what, you know, what defense is doing? Go ahead. Right? Because I, I think those are the things, if he trusts the brass plus the new staff that could free him up, and maybe he feels like, He's been stretched because I I found I did find it kind of weird that he said he was stretched then a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. But then he talked about the job that they had done, and I was like, well, if you love the job that they're doing, then you shouldn't have been that stretched stretched that thin. Yeah. If you, if they were just doing their so there was it's some the double things, talk that you there were some things ago. I was like, well, yeah. Which is it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and, and so what I boiled it down to is I think he's gonna figure out he's got to figure out how to work smarter. Mm. And maybe not harder because you only have so many hours in the day. And remember, my man's got to—he's got to attack the portal, recruiting, yep. game plan, and hires. Yep. For a program that's been very unorganized, and, they got to be very organized. And he's understaffed. Yeah. You got to definitely find a way to work smarter. You still only got twenty-four hours in this bad boy. Four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty. Todd is up next on Big Red Overreaction. Todd, good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, um, calling from Houston, long time listener, man, big old fan of the Huskers, but, um, I do have a, just a statement to make, and I just want to get you guys take on it and I'll hang up. Um, I mean, I enjoy, um, I, um, Adrian think he's a good quarterback, Mm -hmm. but I just think he's just not clutch. And I understand this is an ultimate, you know, football is an ultimate team sport. And it takes all 11 guys to win games. But sometimes we just need him, along with other players, to um, make a play. But since he's the quarterback, the ball is in his hands on every play. And I just wish he was just a little bit more clutch, being that he's a four-year starter and a, and a, a senior. Yeah. So I'll listen to your thoughts and um, go be great. I appreciate right. that. Thanks for the call, So you, you got two options, because I do believe there's something about a clutch gene. There's something about guys – you ever seen guys that can play a certain way all game, but when you know it's on the line, they're different? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? They could be in like a 2 of 13 shooting slump, but mm-hmm. in the fourth, all of a sudden, they go like 4 or 5. Or, sure. You know, a guy could be 6 of 17 passing, but you need a drive and he's going to make a play. Um, there is some of that. I believe in the clutch gene. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. And that's not something you typically get late. So let's assume he doesn't have it and he's playing the ultimate team game. A coach has to do one of two things. You either have to surround him with folks that cover up those weaknesses, whether it's another alpha, whether it's a guy that is – maybe he could do this, and I'm just spitballing out loud. Sure. If I have a guy that likes to manage and kind of go with the flow, really easygoing, nice personality, you know what you may need to supplement him with? A dog that doesn't always do it the right way, but is going to make a play. Sure. You don't need a ton of those because they can erode your moral fabric. Mm-hmm. But maybe one or two you sprinkle around him mm-hmm. where it doesn't have to be perfect. And he may not be perfect, but he's just a dog. Right. Like yep. it's you can do it that way because it is a team game or 
you can change the focus of what you need him to do. If that's kind of how you feel he's going to be, then maybe you have to move off being so quarterback-centric. And maybe mm-hmm. he's quarterback-centric because he doesn't love his offensive line. But in the consummate team game, you surround yourself with people that can help everybody out. And that maybe means you need to upgrade what's happening up front to take some of the pressure off a guy that you feel like may not be clutch. He may be a little more Kirk Cousins than he is John Elway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd use John Elway. <laughs> yeah, you hate Elway. And I wouldn't call him clutch either. Let's go with, like, Jeter. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He may – and, you know, again, Jeter was one of those guys that could maybe kick it around the yard or, you know, may not have the greatest run save fielding percentage. But when you needed him to make a play, yep. he was going to get did. out to the outfield and get a relay yeah. or he was going to – The play you know, against the A's. Want. Yeah, he's going to yeah. do that for you. So I, I believe in that. Yeah. I, I believe in that. Certainly. Uh, by the way, Utah's up 7 nothing right now on Oregon early in the second quarter. Ducks have the ball just past midfield. One more call. Who has the better uniforms? In this one? Yeah. I don't like Utah, so I'll go with Oregon by default. But oh, those aren't hater. my favorite Ducks. You know, I don't, I don't like the gray. I feel you. I don't, I'm out on the gray. Tracy's up next, and then we'll take a break. Have some more phone calls when we return. Tracy, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Good. Good. What's I'm up, calling Tracy? From, thanks for taking my call. I was calling uh, from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Myrtle Beach. Nice. Yeah. DV, you're not going to want to be hearing this question, but <laughs> I'm calling on behalf of all the ladies out there who've been wondering who's a good-looking guy behind Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Tracy. Great question. I'm kind of calling him shaggy. I've been doing a little. It wasn't me when I see him. Hey, what you ought to do is <laughs> Google. So he's got a he's got a nice little picture. He's 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 got a suit and tie on mm. on Nebraska's front page of staffs, and it may or may not be what you think. Sometimes the glasses can can be the thing. Wow, and, it's and, like yeah, people with the mask yeah. in the pandemic. It makes people. And I'm yeah, not saying he's not a good looking guy. I'm sure I'm, you may think he's a fantastic looking guy, but you got to get the glasses help. The the glasses, yes. Yeah. So his name is Marcus Castro. He is Nebraska's director of player personnel. Director of player personnel. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. every time we hear that name tonight, someone should take a drink then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bless, bless your heart, Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> right. clean, calling clean over here in the South. Mm-hmm. Oh, we appreciate you. Thanks, Tracy. Have a good night. Hey, Thanks remember, for taking the call. Good night. You got it. We had the other great caller from Myrtle Beach. Remember Greg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Greg in Myrtle Beach. Beach. Yeah. He had that fantastic accent. Oh, he, yeah. He would he would talk and he would say something about Bo Pelini <laughs> and, the, and the Spurrier root the game. He said, I'm a member of the Gamecock Club or the Rooster Club. <laughs> or whatever. And he would always have all this crazy knowledge. Uh-huh. I was like, Greg in Myrtle Beach knows what time it is. Uh, by the way, speaking of Marcus Castro, Four Norseman wants to know, if we beat Iowa, will Scott Frost let Marcus Castro say a few words at the presser? <laughs> Maybe. Bring him on up. Everyone's been talking about him. His sunglasses. Hey, hey. man, you're on to something, though, Damon. I heard people talking recently about how the pandemic and the mask and how, like, hey, I thought this person was attractive. And then they took off the mask, and I was like, eh, not so much. <laughs> Tough look. Tough look for that person. Yeah, I mean, that's not really my forte. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. A- to those that, that may be into Team Castro Walker. Uh, Jordan says, does Tracy know he's only 5'9"? I thought women were into tall guys. Oh, just roasted. We're roasting all of the short people. My dad is not 5'9". My poor dad. He's probably listening right now. Saying, yeah, he what knows, did I do? He knows he outkicked his coverage, <laughs> all right, too. No, no need to talk about my mom. No need to talk about my mom. Figured our reaction brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Also brought to you by Burton. Oh, man. When your plumbing's hurting, just sorry, call sorry, Burton. Sorry, TP. 
Oh, he he's probably smiling right now. He's laughing. Oh, he, he knows she's a winner. Yeah, he doesn't. He's having a great time. He's like, oh, Josh is uncomfortable again. No worries. <laughs> why, why would that bother? Why would that bother him? Why would that bother him? All right, old man Doug, Kevin, and more. We're about to wrap up the show. So yeah. if you want to chime, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to chime in on Nebraska's loss to Wisconsin, you got to give us a call right now. 402-951-1620. 877-951-1620. He is Damon Benning. I am Josh Peterson. Chance Oliver taking your phone calls. It is bigger and overreaction on 1620 the zone and 1019 the K.